Hey, welcome to, what is this called? Backstage with the... Backstage with the Simple Church. Yes, Backstage with the Simple Church. I am lucky to be one of your hosts today. I'm Robin Horton. I'm the do-good pastor at the Simple Church, and we are here to talk about all things child sponsorship. I'm excited to have Jordan here, listening in, Mm -hmm. making all this good stuff happen. And today, we have a special guest with us, joining us all the way from Portland, Oregon, is Alan Hotchkiss. Alan is the executive director of African New Life Ministries and on the U.S. side. Uh, but we've partnered with them for a long time, and he's going to join us here in just a minute to talk about child sponsorship. Um, you know, this past Sunday, Jordan, we did Dream Sunday, and we sponsored so many kids. It was amazing um, to see the response um, and people to, to make that commitment and get involved. But if you haven't, if you weren't there, you um, once you hear this podcast, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to get involved. You can find that information on our app, the website, social media. We'll have it everywhere. Um, it'll be easy to find so that you too can sponsor a child and transform lives um, in Rwanda. And the cool thing is, is that your life's going to be transformed as well. Here we go. Here we interview. go. It's pretty crazy. Yep. All right. Well, we are so glad you are listening, and we have as our guest today, Alan Hotchkiss. He is the executive director of African New Life, and the Simple Church has partnered with African New Life since um, for about 13 years now, since 2009. And so, Alan, we're so glad to have you with us today just to share um, and celebrate with us what God is doing through African New Life and through our partnership there. Hey, it's an honor to be with you guys. We love Simple Church, and uh, I've been I've been to Shreveport, Bossier City a few times. It's a fantastic place, and I've been with some of you if you're listening to Rwanda, and uh, so it's an honor to be on. Oh yeah, well we yes we want you to come back too anytime. But we love <laughs> we love going to uh, going to Rwanda with you this summer. I mean, Caleb, Justin, Hannah, and I were privileged to. To experience that trip with you, and that's always makes it extra special for us just to have your expertise and your wisdom and, and depth of relationships and just about the culture and all those things. It's an extra bonus for us. Well, so you thank know, you. You know, Robin, the reason I one of the reasons I love traveling with Simple Church is because I laugh more with you than any other team from any other city. So <laughs> thank you very much. In well, the midst of challenging you know, challenges and we're trying to meet needs and solve problems, you guys have a good time. And I love that about Simple Church. We do have a good time. And boy, <laughs> did we laugh with your staff too. Uh, in, incredible memories. So we were excited to be there and we got to spend some time visiting with kids that have been sponsored through African New Life for a long time. But before we talk about that, tell us, tell me a little about, about your role and what you guys are excited about right now at African New Life. Wow, well, yeah, I'm the U.S. Executive Director for African New Life. And uh, the way we function as an organization is we have a U.S. office that is here to support sponsors and donors who give to the ministry and hold Rwanda financially accountable. But then in Rwanda, we're a religious organization. And uh, we're tied together by a member of understanding between us. But ultimately, Rwandans lead 
our ministry in Rwanda. So Pastor Charles Mugisha is our leader in Rwanda, is the founder of the ministry. And uh, there's about 700 employees in Rwanda that's serving 11,000 kids, including, you know, a whole bunch who are currently sponsored through Simple Church for many years and, and a bunch who have now graduated and are alumni uh, and are working and have jobs and have children and, and spouses. It's amazing uh, what's happened. And really, when I think about where we're headed, that's it. We really do two major things. We plant churches in key places in Rwanda mm-hmm. that are meaningful churches. So we're not talking about small little churches, but churches that seat 600 people. And in Rwanda, that's what the need is, a place where many people can come. And what we're finding is that within six months, those churches are full and have a second service because the need is so great. The spiritual desire is mm-hmm. great in Rwanda, but they need a place to be able to come. So we're seeing that uh really revival in that sense in Rwanda. But then around that, there is tremendous need. You know, Mm -hmm. still in Rwanda, the average income in Rwanda, especially in the villages, is is less than $700 a year. And so what that means then is $700 a year. year. Yeah. So it's the cost of a cheap iPhone, right? I mean, that's what they make. So people that, and what the kind of people who make that are are our parents, and families who don't have, they haven't had a chance to get beyond primary school and their education. And in Rwanda, there's not a minimum wage. There's not the safety net we have here. So what happens is those families end up that don't have education and they can't afford to go on, mm-hmm. end up perpetually making between a dollar and $3 a day and mm-hmm. in perpetual poverty. And so when we talk about child sponsorship, coming around a local church, which is what we do, yeah. Uh, ultimately, you're helping a child from one of those families to, in one generation, in 10, 12, 15 years, to be able to move from, you know, in a family that has maybe since the beginning of time been in that situation mm-hmm. to getting them a high school degree or a college degree. And in Rwanda, 98%, the World Bank tells us 98% of Rwandans who have a high school degree live well above the poverty line. So literally, with child sponsorship, that's what we're doing. And in the midst of that, we plant churches and share the gospel, Mm. and the kids understand this is coming from Jesus Christ. So that's what we're doing. I love it. And I loved this summer when we were there getting to see some of those new areas um, that you are partnering with, the new communities, and how that church building you know, as a reminder, and you can talk about that a little bit about the genocide and, and what happened to buildings and churches and things like that. But these new church buildings provide, you know, not only a place to worship, but a place for the community to feel safe, a place where kids can come and and uh, um, participate in the sponsorship activities. There's camps. There's all kinds of things that are happening because there's now a local church in those communities. Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, you guys have been a part of that Simple Church. You, you've helped us to launch a couple of those churches to feed kids in those communities. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, with sponsorship, um, it's a combination of all those things. And specifically where you guys are partnered with us in Kajeo, mm-hmm. every day in Kajeo, kids get a meal. And that meal is attached to the school, but it's provided by funds that come through sponsorship partially, but mm-hmm. primarily through other donors. And then that allows that 
the statistic that we found, we found in the community where in Kajal, is when you look around at the other schools that are, you know, public schools around that area, when kids get past the sixth grade, when you talk about seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, the dropout rate is 60%. And that's because of two reasons. One of them is kids, you know, parents make it between a dollar and three dollars a day. So their ability, uh, uh, kids go to boarding school. So it costs Mm -hmm. more. Once they get to, to that level, and parents can't afford it, so this is where man child sponsorship is huge in the schools where we are in yeah. jail. A um, hundred, almost a hundred percent of kids get all the way through and either get a high school degree or a uh, or a you know vocational degree of some kind, and they understand because the church is right there. Yeah, that this is because of Jesus Christ. So it's 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 you you can't pull them apart. It's different than here, even yeah. even with public schools. Um, they understand we're partnering with a public school there. And mm-hmm. so the kids that are sponsored in Kajar are in a public school, but Jesus Christ and his people provide the money. So mm-hmm. that's a great school and they get to eat. And they get to eat, um, which is something we get to be a part of here coming up next Sunday is um, we are doing a food packing event and all of that food is going to come to Rwanda and be used in the communities um, that African New Life is partnered with. And uh, so one thing I do want to touch on real quick, when we talk about child sponsorship, and we had a lot of people sponsor this past Sunday, um, sponsor kids, and then we've had people who've done it for over a decade now, um, like Bill and Ann Allred, who've sponsored for 13 years, um, and they're now seeing that child in university. But um, I think one of the beautiful things about how you guys do child sponsorship is that those meals are not just for kids who happen to be in the child sponsorship program, but you do feed every child within that school. That's right. That's right. I and, mean, yeah. You, yeah. How could you not? <laughs> you know? Right. Right. And what that means to a mom who may be a widow or to a dad, you know, the dignity that that gives him to know that his his children do have a meal to eat during the day. It's, it's huge. So that to me is just a huge win um, as a part of the child sponsorship program is that those meals are provided. But beyond that, talk about what else, um, if people are, are thinking about child sponsorship and why do I want to do this? What's that investment? I mean, it's $39 a month. What all is that actually doing? I think people would be surprised at how much happens for so little. You know, it, just the basics in terms of what the child specifically gets, they get they get a uniform. And in Rwanda, you have to have a uniform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here, every kid's got a ton of clothes that they get to choose from. Even even if even if you're poor, you still have a closet full, right? And you right. can go to the Goodwill if you need to to get more. There, that most of these kids, um, the uniform that they get each year is the nicest outfit that they have. It's mm. like their Sunday best. And then what they change into when they get home is not great. So right. that uniform is precious to them, and they're proud when they go to school to wear it. It's not, it's not a difficulty. It's actually it, – it, it, it builds them up. They get mm-hmm. books. Um, in Rwanda, we provide them with notebooks um, and pens and paper, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the books that they need for school. It, it provides a nurse. So we in, in, in Kajao – where you guys have sponsored, we have a full-time nurse mm. in that community. And, and, and this is why that's important. 
we learned a few years ago, early on in, in, in the program, even before Simple Church was involved, we started doing child sponsorship in these communities. And in Rwanda, healthcare is not free. You know, in the U.S., we have all these conversations about healthcare, but the reality is that it's against the law, right? If somebody goes to the hospital here, mm-hmm. the hospital has to accept them and take care of them. That's the law in America. In Rwanda, that's not the case. Hmm. Uh, so a poor family, uh, you know, we, had, we were having families that um, there were two barriers for them when they had their child get sick uh, and they were sponsored kids that would keep them away. One of them was that they knew if they went to the hospital that they if it was something significant, they wouldn't be able to pay for it. So they just wouldn't go. Mm. But secondly, most of the family's um, parents are illiterate in these situations. So imagine trying to go to a hospital and not be able to read the form. You know, it's intimidating. So that nurse in the community is there. And what he or she does is they take care of runny noses and provide Tylenol Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. But what every parent of every sponsored child knows is if my child gets really sick, I can go to the nurse and that nurse is going to go with me to the hospital and they're going to go to the triage and they're going to fill out the forms for me and they're going to come with me into the room with the doctor, the examination room and ask the right questions Mm. and make sure that the doctor answers my questions and respects me, you know, and then they're going to make sure that that student is followed up on and, uh, it's it's that's a huge part that we cover with sponsorship. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and then, then along with and then ahead. there's even the stories I think you've shared of of kids who've needed even outside medical care outside yeah. of the country, and and that too, you know, African New Life um, works to solve that problem as well. Yeah. So there was a boy in Kajeo, His name was Giovanna a few years ago, and he had. Um, backward knees, literally like bird legs. If you can mm-hmm. imagine, mm-hmm. you know, they look like bird legs. And this was a little boy and he was seven, eight, nine years old. And his mother and father had 13 children. And, you know, they lived in a house with no indoor plumbing and no running water. So imagine a boy with backward legs, yeah. the mom having to try to, you know, help him go to the bathroom, those kinds of things. And the mom used to pray every day that Jovanus would die, literally, mm. because it was so overwhelming to her with all of her other sure. kids. Anyway, long story short, we met him because we were in Kajao. His brother got sponsored. Um, and because of that, we went on a home visit and they had been you know, keeping it home, him home. And mm-hmm. in that situation, there's not, yeah. you know, there's not care for handicapped kids. And so we saw him. And long story short, he came to a hospital and it, it, to Dell Children's Hospital in, in Austin, Texas. Mm. And they reversed his legs, his knees, wow. did surgery. Took It took months. And today, Jovanis is on the soccer team at his school. Well, that is amazing. And African New Life covered all of that. Incredible. So, and that all started with somebody in the community, not an American. Yeah. Somebody right. on your staff that recognized the need, spent time, put the medical yep. people in place, um, and because of donors and sponsors um, here and around the globe that were helping do that. And that's what's so exciting that we at the Simple Church get to be a part of that. We get to um, take that step and, and sponsor a child for $39 a month. And I know there were some other things you were about to talk, and I interrupted you um, on the other things that that sponsorship covers as well. Um. Well, you know, the, 
that's the thing, a social worker, we call mm-hmm. them child welfare officers, but they're like social workers in a sense. That's part of what sponsorship covers is we have a team mm-hmm. and their whole job is just to spend time with these families, to go visit them, mm. to share the gospel with them, uh, to check in on their homework, to, to, to see how they're doing. Yeah. And to make sure they continue to make progress in school. But then when there's a special need, they, they call that out, you know, mm. and, uh, and and we work on those things. That's how we discovered Jabonis. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and of course, you've talked about a lot of times, but the discipleship component that exists yes. there and the things that kids get to be a part of. And I loved when I was there hearing about the camps that they host and the yep. overnight events that some of these kids for the very first time would get to experience. What our kids know, you know, here in the U.S., if they've been a part of yeah. a church or a sports team or whatever, of going to a camp of some kind. These kids are getting that because of child sponsorship. You know, we do day camps once a month in every community. So, mm. one, and, and you know, so you're and you're talking about they get to eat during the week because they're in school, and we provide meals at the school that you guys are packing next yeah, week. Yeah. But then also the day camps once once a month we we provide meat mm. for the meals, mm-hmm. and that seems insignificant, right? <laughs> but actually, for most of these families. Many of these kids, the only time they would ever have meat is on Christmas Day, if if then, because it's so expensive. So yeah. they live on rice and beans, and really primarily beans, mm-hmm. um, because rice is even expensive. So they get meat once a month at our camps, mm-hmm. and you know, so there's a monthly day camp, basically, like you would have here, yeah. and we share the gospel. That's when they write their letters to you. So if you write a letter, um, your student's going to write a letter a month later once they get it you at that at that camp time then they hear the gospel there obviously we have a discipleship track and then once a year we have uh, an overnight camp when they're little it's a couple of days just like it would be here for primary kids because primary kids are a little nervous about that right but yeah. when they get to be junior high and high school it is a week-long overnight camp you know on one of our campuses just like it would be here and it's interesting we do it all the way through college you know if they go to college um, these kids get tight with each other because sure. of that. There's a connection that they have with each other, and then they, there's both, from a spiritual perspective, many of them, and we have kids that are sponsored who, they're Christians before they're sponsored, but we sponsor kids not because they're Christians, we sponsor them because they have a need. So right. um, there's all kinds of faith and non-faith mixed in there, mm-hmm. and oftentimes when they get in high school is when they come to faith in Christ. Mm. That's incredible. And that makes it all worth it. And that's why that $39 a month may sound like a lot to some people or may sound like, well, that's nothing. I spend that much at Chick-fil-A now (laughs) for my family of five. But but it is worth it. It's worth it. I mean, they, you know, we don't know who these these kids will be, but they do have dreams. And that's why we wanted to celebrate it this past Sunday. And um, we're hopeful that more people will get involved and more people will have the opportunity like Bill and Ann Allred have in the past to see their sponsored child, but then also to video um, call with them. That was just a special moment. I know you were able to be a part of that call as well when um, Bill and Ann talked to Hosiana, but 13 years they've sponsored her and seen her grow from, I think, primary three, which would be mm-hmm. our equivalent of probably second or third grade. And now she's in university to be a nurse. 
and to see her growth and the stories that she shared and the value that she places on her education and on the investment that Bill and Anna made. You know, I loved, as we've been listening and watching this video that we shared on Sunday, she talks about Bill and Anna as her mom and dad. Um, And she looks at him as that. But I think the coolest thing and what I wanted to be able to share today is if you haven't seen the video of Bill and Ann Allred and you're listening to this, you can find that on our YouTube channel. But um, Hosiana went on to share that she had been praying um, out of Bill and Ann's um, uh, gift and sponsorship. She wanted to have the opportunity to do the same thing. And so all of us were pretty wowed when she shared that she is now sponsoring mm. another child. I mean, Bill and Ann still sponsor her in the university program or the Esther program. And now she is sponsoring, uh, helping to sponsor um, with what she can sponsor a boy that is in primary four. And that is just mind blowing to me. That's how valuable it is to them. It was to Hosiana and to other kids that are in the sponsorship program and, um, I know you have other stories as well, Alan, of um, impact that you've seen firsthand over the last decade or so. I don't know if you have one you that stands out to you you would want to share. Yeah, you know, there's a girl, uh, her name is is Florence, actually, and she is from, she's from Kajal. So she was a little bit older when you guys came into the community. And we, I, I think it was another church that sponsored her in that same community there. Mm-hmm. But this is really, this is a great one. She she had a dream to be a pilot, you know, and so mm-hmm. whenever she would write her letters to her sponsor, she would say, I want to be a pilot in an airplane, you know, and mm-hmm. I mean, it just seemed like a, I mean, she would see airplanes fly over where she lived, right. but, you know, the idea of being on one at some point was a, I mean, that's a big dream. And it was really interesting because she turned out to be an unbelievable student. I mean, straight mm-hmm. A's, as, as good as you could be, and Right now, she is uh, training on 777 in Florida. Oh, my goodness. The government of Rwanda saw her potential, you know, and, uh, and they sent her to the U.S. to get trained. She's obviously out of high school, in college now, studying this. And pretty soon she's going to be back in Rwanda. She will be the first female pilot for Rwanda Air, which is Rwanda's national airline. That kid is from the same community where you guys have been sponsoring this last week. So you never know what's going to happen. You never know. And then just talking to kids while we were there and even Hosiana's video reminds us constantly that her success becomes her family's success and how that changes their entire community because of, of what she's doing. Um, I mean, it's that's just unbelievable. I want to meet her. <laughs> I need to go see her. <laughs> that's so great. So great. Well, I know we've talked about, um, you know, child sponsorship, and we have the feeding um, weekend coming up next weekend, and we're just praying that we need, like, about 500 people to show up and pack meals. So we're really looking forward to that, but we can't underestimate what that means to these kids and to these families. Um as they are pursuing their dreams. I mean, it's easy for us to overlook and think about it, take for granted that our kids are eating usually three meals a day. Um, but some, for some kids, this might be their, their one meal a day. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, think about it this way. These are primarily going to be school lunches. Mm-hmm. And so by coming and packing this next weekend, you're going to help pack enough food for nearly a year in that community of Kajail for lunches for those kids. That's amazing. So, man, we are so grateful that uh, that Simple Church has stepped into that. And if you're listening, it is really fun. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's a fun thing. I think especially if you've got kids, come mm-hmm. um, and be a part of it. Hey, there's one other thing, if you if, if you don't mind, um, I'd love to say, so that, that we did as a family that was really powerful for our kids when they were little, when we were sponsored. So if any of you guys have little kids that are listening, you know, you guys are, it, you guys are central time. Is that right? That is. Yeah. So in, you are actually eight hours ahead of where Rwanda is, mm-hmm. uh, or let's say behind, right? So Correct. what we did with our kids. And it worked great. You, know, you got the pictures on the fridge if you sponsor kids with us, right? Or even with somebody else. If you got those pictures there and you're trying to build a relationship with them, what we would do every night when our kids would go to bed, um, you know, it would be 8 o'clock here and then it was it was 4 o'clock in the morning there. Well, they wake up with the sun, which comes at a, about 6 in the, mm-hmm. in the morning every morning in Rwanda. So we would get down on our knees, you know, and during our prayer time, and every night we would pray together. And our kids, you know, who are yeah. similar ages to the kids we'd sponsored, would pray for David and Yvonne and Molly, who we sponsored. And it was such an awesome thing. Mm. So if there's any parents listening out there, yeah. I just want to encourage you to do that. It created all these conversations over the years, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, that because they're thinking and, and, and are thinking about those kids as their own brothers and sisters. Right. It's an amazing thing to do. Oh, I love that. That is a great a um a great idea and um i know it's been transformational in our family as we've sponsored kids with different organizations over the year and we just now sponsored last month one with african new life so we're in we're already praying for her but looking forward to getting to meet her um as well and i did want to tell you one more thing about the food packing alan that maybe other churches have done but um, if you're listening, come join us this, this next Sunday for the food packing event because we're going to actually taste the meals that we're packing. We bought a few mm. extra and mm. our staff tasted it this past week and we were all pleasantly surprised. So um, you add a little Tony Satchery's on anything here down in the South and it makes it so palatable. But we did enjoy it. But we want people to know what it is they're sending and the nutritional value yeah. and all that. That's what we loved about um, kids around the world and, and their packaging and, and how we've yeah. worked with them so far. Is it, It's really, I think it's our families will really love being able to see it and be a part of it. So um, we're looking forward to I that. I love that. You know, I'm, I might want to fly down there just because I want to try it. I, I have never got to try it. So that's, that's, Alan, that's a reason to come. That's I'm, I'm, the reason I'm, to I'm come. Gonna, come on. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. Come on. Come on. It's going to be great. So, yes, 80,000 meals is our goal. And, wow. um, I mean, I have no doubt we're going to knock it out. Um, but we're excited just to to continue to partner with you, to pray for Africa New Life and the work that you guys are doing there in so many ways that we didn't even touch on today. But, um but for right now, our heart and our focus is um, the child sponsorship program and... Um, making sure these kids get something 
to eat um, because it impacts the whole family. So, Alan, we're just really thankful that you shared some time with us today and for your heart for the gospel and uh, for the people of Rwanda. Again, I mean, we you get to represent them, but I know that the Rwandans are the ones um, investing their lives every day in those communities, and we're just so thankful for them. Well, we're thankful for your partnership and for all of you who are listening to Sponsor. Thank you for praying, for investing with these kids, for loving on them, and for sticking with them. Um, the, the privilege I get is to get to see a lot of them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they tell me as they get older is they, the, the, the same thing over and over again. I couldn't believe and I can't believe that someone across the an ocean that doesn't even know me would love me enough. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't get over it that they love me enough to help me get through school and to fund that. It doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful. That would be the message that they would say. And if you write to them, they'll write you back. Yeah. Uh, and it's an amazing journey. So I encourage you to get involved that way too. Yeah. Great. Great advice. Alan, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day and come see us. We're ready. We'll be ready. We'll keep All right. the... We'll keep the rice and beans warm for you. <laughs> okay, I'm coming. Have a great weekend this you weekend. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, see ya.